Welcome to season three of Sacred Teachings. This season we are talking about dismantling racism. The murder of George Floyd in the United States has become a catalyst for change. Black Lives Matter is a rallying cry as people become aware every single day of the atrocities committed against black people, indigenous people, and other people of color. Racism, sad to say, is alive and well in Canada. In this episode, we're proud to feature the following reflections by Ginny Doctor. You'll recognize Ginny's voice because she introduces every episode of Sacred Teachings. Ginny is the executive producer of the series and an award-winning writer. Ginny will be talking about Gospel Jamboree and the ongoing impact of racist structures in this episode called Clan Mother. You are uh, here tonight for a Gospel Jamboree and you'll learn a lot about Gospel Jamborees and what they mean to the people of the land. Sago, this is Ginny Doctor, coming to you from Six Nations on the Grand River. Our third Gospel Jamboree will be on August 14th at 7 p.m. It will be shown on several platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. The Gospel Jamboree is a collaborative effort between the Office of the National Indigenous Archbishop and the Anglican Church of Canada Communications Department. It is one of our spiritual responses to the COVID-19 pandemic. It has long been recognized that there is a great need for healing, healing from the effects of racist acts in Canada or systemic racism. The Indian Act was passed in 1876, and while there have been several amendments, the intent of the Act was hurtful. It was an attempt to assimilate indigenous people into settler life, and in many respects, it was cultural genocide. There are several lingering effects that many are still trying to heal and reconcile. We are nations. The act made us bands and set forth a European style of governance. Women were respected as life givers and carriers of the culture. The act disenfranchised women. If they married a non-status man, their rights were taken away. Ceremonies that provided spiritual sustenance and help maintain a good mind were taken away. The potlatches on the West Coast were banned. The sun dances on the plains were banned. Perhaps the most devastating act came in 1894 with the amendment that authorized residential schools. Every school-aged child had to attend the residential school or the parents would be persecuted. Thousands of children were removed from their homes, from love, from the land they knew. Many entered into a dark place, a place of hurt, a place of pain, 
a place of bad memories of abuses. And many have not healed from these abuses. In order to be effective leaders, we have to be whole and healthy. We have to have balance of mind, body, spirit, and emotions. Many have healed, but many have not, and are still on their healing journey. However, in order to heal, one has to recognize the need for healing. The experience of all these losses, loss of land, culture, family, languages, innocence, esteem, and so forth, has broken our spirituality. We have to restore that spirituality. Gospel jamborees are a way that helps. There is always much prayer. There is always singing in indigenous languages. There is laughter. There is witnessing by those who have healed or are on a healing journey. Gospel jamborees bring hope and help to renew our spirituality. Our spirituality is a big part of our sacredness as indigenous people. Shall we gather at the river where bright angel feet have crawled with its crystal tide forever flowing by the throne of God? Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful, the beautiful river. I talked earlier about women losing their status if they married a non-indigenous man. My mom was one of them because she married an Onondaga man who was indigenous but lived in the States. And because of that, he was considered non-status. So she thought she lost her status. And what that meant for me and my siblings is that we could not claim our Mohawk heritage because in our traditional ways, we follow the mother's side. But what the Indian Act did was it had our nations follow the father's side. And customarily, we went by the mother. So we could not be enrolled here at Six Nations as Mohawks and we could not be enrolled at Onondaga either because the Onondagas followed the mother's side. So we were kind of in limbo. But then in the mid-1980s, Bill C-31 was passed and it restored our rights as her children. So we were able to become enrolled and finally be card-carrying status Indians. And what a great thing that was for us. So, the clan mothers play an important part in our culture. The clan mothers watch over their clans. I'm from the Turtle Clan, we have several clans. And they not only watch over the clans, but they select the chiefs for that clan. And the chiefs represent the clan in nation business and the affairs of, of, that, uh, of that nation. And they have the power to remove a chief if they don't think he's doing the right thing for the people. So there's a lot of power and respect given to women.
My grandmother was a clan mother, and maybe, just maybe, that role could have been given to my mom if she had not lost her status. So a long time ago, I wrote a poem called Clan Mothers, and I want to read this and dedicate it to my mom and to my grandmother. I also offer this poem because writing has been an important part of my healing journey. On a hot summer's day, when minds fly every which way but good, Clan Mother comes on a cool, gentle breeze, calling us to come together. She carries the pain of yesterday, the celebration for today, and the wisdom for tomorrow. Clan Mother, teach us to dance. When leaves dance to the ground and Mother Earth begins to nod, Clan Mother opens her shawl to take us all inside. We share her warmth, but then she sends us on to gather the corn, beans, squash, the sun, the moon, and even stars for our journey into winter's time. She guides us, holds us, holds, guides. Clan Mother, teach us to speak. When snow drifts to our mother, blanketing the colors of the world, Clan Mother sleeps in our dreams, resting, looking inside looking for good to grasp, sharing the stories of before, dreaming for today, honoring the seventh generation. When the snow begins to drip away and sap begins her run, Clan Mother comes to awaken us from winter's rest. She speaks softly, in tune with a refreshing rain, sets our mind in motion to claim another season for our walk and balance. Clan Mother, dance with us. Clan Mother has come full circle. They all join hands to hold us in place. Clan Mother is about remembering the ancestors, the people of present, the seventh generation not yet born. Wherever they go, whatever they do, Clan Mother carries strength and wisdom to help us live on. Please join us on August 14th at 7 p.m. for our third Gospel Jam, The Healing River. We hope to see you there. Ona.